This is Ultima Context, a podcast made by Ultima Festival of Contemporary Music in Oslo. A series of talks and sound portraits taking you deeper into the music. So we're here at uh, Hofseter on the western outskirts of uh, Oslo with the composer, uh, writer, researcher, singer and opera director Trond Reinholsen, who with Ultima this year is going to have two pieces performed by the Norwegian Assamisi Massa Ensemble. One of them uh, will premiere, we'll come back to that. But uh, first of all, uh, Trond, I'd like to ask you a very open question. What is music? Wow. <laughs> It's a relatively big question, I would say. Uh, but uh, maybe I can answer by saying that, uh, uh, well, I have a piece, an Ultima now, uh, the, the somewhat older piece, which is called music. Uh, so this is a kind of a response to that uh, uh, hard question, but of course, important question. I think, uh, well, ideally, uh, every piece, at least in the way I look at it, should start with the question, what is music? What is uh, um, what is this kind of situation of music now? What is contemporary music? Uh, but if I have a clear answer, I'm not sure. <laughs> the uh, rehearsal space here at Hofseder is uh, in the basement of a building which is at the moment is undergoing uh, construction. So it's really a zone of construction. And um, I think this is also something which may may not be fitting to uh, during an interview with you because I always feel when I'm in your music or in your performances uh, it's also really a site of permanent construction yes i uh, i kind of like this uh, this uh, image a little bit uh, i i often a bit discuss with the musicians uh, if it's possible to do um the performance the interpretation Sometimes a bit like a rehearsal because I like this that you go in and out of uh, of what shall I say this kind of aura of the concert, which is I mean it's a bit holy in a way you know it's uh, it's very clear uh, unspoken rules what you can do and what you can, cannot do, and I really like this that you break this often and uh, I mean often I'm on stage myself with a microphone I can kind of talk on top of it you know to kind of kill all aura <laughs> when it's necessary uh, yeah so I like this idea that it's kind of construct, constructed all the way um, I mean it's an old idea that the piece is never kind of finished but it's uh, um, yeah it's it's always possible to go a different way in the piece I think yeah and uh, maybe to go back in time uh, to the late 90s and beginning of the 2000s in what we could say maybe at the beginning of your professional uh, career as a composer. You call yourself with uh, fellow composers, uh, Lars Peter Hagen and Ivan Brune and others, uh, Generation Complex, and maybe also a fascination back then for so-called composers of complexity like uh, Brian Fernihau and Richard Barrett and so on. So how did you yourself, having been grown up in the town Kongsberg in Norway, come into the world of Contemporary music and Brian Fernihau and Richard Barrett and so on. Let's see. I, I mean, I was uh, I was playing classical piano uh, on a 
let's say medium level. <laughs> I started uh, in going to music gymnasium, and I'm, I mean, uh, very early I uh, connected with the newer music somehow. I, maybe also before this, I kind, we had, kind of had a kind of group. Actually, in the Boy Scouts, we went into this uh, forest. We made these kind of videos and also Hörspiele. Uh, and uh, you know, poems and uh, these kind of things. That was, I mean, we didn't know, had any idea what art was, but it was clearly in a kind of a surrealist uh, 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 <laughs> aesthetic. And I mean, this was actually very important for me to to uh, this idea of the of the not normal. What was uh, very strong from already from this time, but. Uh, uh, I don't know why. Why I mean, it was not only for now. It's even kind of serialism, and even the fifties uh, music was important. Uh, <laughs> when I mean, my kind, of, let's say, first uh, and second year in the composition study. Uh, uh, so I think this was my entry because I had, a, I felt I had a little bit of talent in in in, uh, in programming, mathematics, making systems, these kind of things. Uh, and suddenly I could make, th I could, uh, I felt I could make things uh, uh, that was, um, that did something, yeah. Uh, when it was a little later mm, that uh, I was more kind of um, considering more, um, let's say, the social aspect, the kind of scene of contemporary music. And then it came in a kind of frustration, maybe, uh, that led me in a, in a different direction. And now in 2020, so many, many years later, uh, at Ultima, we're going to experience, uh, see, listen to, feel, sense uh, a piece which will be world premiered uh, called Spätstil, um, which is late style in English and uh, There's some connection, at least to the word, to the German philosopher Theodor Adorno, who uh, used this word in an essay on Beethoven's late style. So from the early styles in the late 90s, now, some years later, uh, Stil. isn't it a little bit early for a composer not having even turned 50 to write a piece about late style? I, mean, I try to be in front, you know, I try to be avant-garde also. To men, I'm feeling very old. Also, it's uh, no, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's a double meaning. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, it's. I mean, of course, me and I guess a lot of people are fascinated by this idea of a late style. It's. Uh, it's uh, sometimes termed as a little bit uh, when you don't care about uh, impressing anyone anymore, like in the Beethoven late style. Uh, to get a little mystical, maybe a little fragmented, uh, and uh, making things that don't necessarily really work in the contemporary music scene. Uh, of course, I'm fascinating with this uh, uh, somehow, and also after doing a lot of theatrical work, sometimes with a lot of adrenaline and, <laughs> and these kind of things. Let's let's say, try to imagine the music kind of after this, uh, and um, and. Also, it's a kind of, uh, I mean, on a much bigger level, uh, late style in terms of, um, uh, let's say, uh, the world we live in today. I mean, it's, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, suddenly, a lot of people are going around with quite apocalyptic uh, visions of of the world. I mean, on, on both on 
let's say, the right side. <laughs> this has been there in, for example, in USA for a while, this idea of the preppers that they uh, make, uh, they store a lot of food and they maybe they store f uh, uh, ammunition and these kind of things and are kind of ready for... Uh, for the end of the world, uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. But now I hear uh, also kind of on the left side, I meet actually in Sweden on the countryside, people that, okay, I need to make my own food because now things are going, you know. So, so I mean, this is so uh, so present in the world today, this idea of uh, that we're basically looking at the end. So it's, I mean, it's this kind of stretch still. That, and, it's, and I have some quite obvious uh, <laughs> uh um, markers of this apocalyptic uh, um, feeling in my piece. Uh, so it's uh, on on both these levels, I think. And this piece is going to be uh, performed uh, by and uh, with the Norwegian ensemble Asamisi Massa. And uh, there is some kind of close relation, I think, between your work and their, their approach to music. But could you say something about the collaborating aspects of working with these musicians? It's, uh, it's really close, uh, I would say. Uh, we get tired of the same things a little bit and uh, I try to use it a little bit. I I want them a little to be tired of the piece they play a bit by me, you know, uh, and kind of use it. Um, and um, yeah, it's uh, they are kind of remarkable because they can stay in a, in a process like this process now, in a process of, of doubt without uh, panicking, you know. I mean, uh, the f uh, in a in a piece that uh, obviously doesn't work, <laughs> and it's so not supposed to work either, like the piece we will premiere, uh, and then they just decide to okay, we we'll just work on, and uh, after a while, suddenly it becomes something, hopefully. Um, but they, uh, uh, I guess, this is what you call uh, commitment, <laughs> which is the biggest gift you can have as a composer. Uh, that the musician, either if they kind of believe in it or not, they decide to, okay, we, we'll do this, you know, and we give our, uh, I give my body to this. <laughs> You've been listening to Ultima Context, a podcast from Ultima Festival of Contemporary Music and a conversation with Trom Reinholdsen. Interviewed by Torbjörn Tander Hansen. Co-produced by Filt Oslo. Jingles composed by Christina Schergerson. For more information on what we do, visit our website at ultima.no.